The grace and love of our Lord and Savior be with us always. Amen. The word of God we want to consider today is the beginning of our epistle reading for this past Sunday, the fifth Sunday after the Epiphany. We're looking at 1 Corinthians chapter 9, verses 16 and 17, where, where the Apostle Paul says, Yet when I preach the gospel, I cannot boast, for I am compelled to preach. Woe to me if I do not preach the gospel. If I preach voluntarily, I have a reward. If not voluntarily, I am simply discharging the trust committed to me. My dear friends in Christ, in 1 Corinthians chapter 9, the Apostle Paul is talking about his calling as an apostle of the Lord Jesus. And, and to Paul, that calling was something very, very special because what Paul could do is he could look back on his days when he was known as Saul, the persecutor of Christians. Well, he could look back on his earlier days and see how dead set, how opposed to the gospel he had actually been, how he had been such an enemy of the gospel. The first we hear of Paul or Saul in the book of Acts is at the stoning of Stephen. Stephen, he was one of the seven men who were chosen as deacons or elders to help out to assist the apostles in the early Christian church. And when he preached the gospel, when he talked about Jesus, what ended up happening is that, well, basically the same people who went after Jesus went after him and they stoned him to death. And Saul was there at the stoning of Stephen. He was one who was watching the garments, the coats or the outer garments that the men were wearing who ended up stoning Stephen to death. He was there for that. And then after that, Luke tells us in the book of Acts, he says, but Saul began to destroy the church, going from house to house. He dragged off men and women and put them in prison. And then the next thing that the book of Acts tells us about is about Philip, another one of those seven elders or deacons, and how the Lord sent him to this Ethiopian official to preach the gospel to him, to tell him about Jesus, and then also to baptize him in the name of Jesus. And then after that, Luke says, Meanwhile, Saul was still breathing out murderous threats against the Lord's disciples. He went to the high priest and asked him for letters to the synagogues in Damascus, so that if he found any there who belonged to the way, whether men or women, he might take them as prisoners to Jerusalem. It's kind of hard to imagine how dead set against Christ and Christianity 
Saul was at that particular time, what lengths he was ready to go to to try to get rid of Christianity. And, well, really, it's kind of obvious that he must have believed that he was doing what God wanted him to do. But he couldn't have been more in the wrong. And then the Lord called him. Here he is on the road to Damascus, and the Lord Jesus himself appears to Paul and says to him, Saul, Saul, why do you persecute me? I am Jesus whom you are persecuting. Now get up and go into the city and you will be told what you must do. Well, the Lord gave that message to Ananias, another disciple of the Lord, told Ananias to go to Saul and to speak to him. Well, the Lord said to Ananias, Go, this man is my chosen instrument to carry my name before the Gentiles and their kings and before the people of Israel. I will show him how much he must suffer in my name. Saul, now known as Paul, he could look back over everything that happened in his life and well, how he had persecuted Christians and how God called him to faith and made him a believing child of God. And he just had to say, yet when I preach the gospel, I cannot boast, for I am compelled to preach. Woe to me if I do not preach the gospel. Paul couldn't boast. He had to look at his life and say, it's only the grace of God. It's only the grace of God that got him to this point in his life. He knew that he had been on the superhighway expressway to hell. But the Lord Jesus had rescued him. That fact compelled or forced him to preach the gospel. He had to tell everyone he could about Jesus, his Savior, and the Savior of the world. He knew how amazingly, richly blessed he really was and how he had been rescued from his eternal punishment, and now he was on the road to eternal life. How blessed he was. Paul said, if I preach voluntarily, I have a reward. If not voluntarily, I am simply discharging the trust committed to me. Of course, the only reward that Paul or you or I would ever get from God is a reward of his grace, and that's because we're all sinners and what we deserve is God's wrath and punishment. That's what we deserve. However, what God in his grace and love does is he gives us such blessings, he ultimately gives us heaven. A reward that Christ has actually won for us. And now Paul, what he could do is he could look at his whole situation and he said that he was compelled to preach the gospel. His circumstances kind of forced him to preach the gospel. 
But actually, that wasn't God's law threatening him, forcing him to preach for fear of punishment. Instead, this was the gospel, so filling his heart, the heart of someone who had been so filled with hate for the Lord Jesus, but now, because of the Lord Jesus, his heart was so filled with God's love, with God's grace, with God's forgiveness, that he just had to share Jesus. He was so moved to share the gospel. He wanted everyone to know the love and forgiveness of God, of the Lord Jesus, that he knew. He knew he was so richly blessed. Well, maybe we never persecuted Christians, but we are still like the Apostle Paul. We also were conceived and born in sin. By nature, we were enemies of God before we were called to faith. And sometimes even as Christians, we don't exactly always live like we should, like we live kind of like enemies of the cross at times. That's, that's our sinful nature. But God in his grace and love, he made us believing children of God. He made us heir of, heirs of heaven. And so see, we are just like Paul. And doesn't that force us also to say, I am compelled to preach, woe to me if I do not preach the gospel? But like Paul, we're compelled to preach the gospel. We're compelled to tell people about the grace and love of God, about the forgiveness of sins in Jesus not because we're threatened by God, but because our hearts are so filled with God's grace and love and forgiveness. We're so blessed by God. And doesn't that make us want to have everybody also be so blessed by God. We're compelled to preach the gospel too because of the love of God that's in our hearts. Amen. Let's pray. Dear Lord Jesus, thank you for living and dying for us and paying for all our sins, for giving us such amazing grace and love and for compelling us to preach the gospel so more and more people can also enjoy your grace and love. We pray in your name. Amen. And the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God the Father and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you always. Amen.